The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. A lot happened in the country today. National disasters across Texas, Houston, and Galveston. We'll discuss that um, and where you can get resources. Uh, but first, uh, um, you know, we talk about food all the time. And what's the bad food, the, the even worse food? Well, I want to tell you about the experience that I had on a flight over this weekend and, and movie pass. I want to get to this new um, app that you can download and card um, that saves you money on movies. That is so much more. Let's go. Lawrence Jones. The Lawrence Jones Show is on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much for tuning in. 888 900 Thank you so much. Um, a lot going on with the weather today. A national disaster uh, here in Texas from Victoria to Houston to Galveston. Um, they have said that it is uh, Category 3. Uh, they brought it down to Category 1. Um, still strong winds. Uh it's pretty bad, Alexander. When you look at some of these uh, pic- pictures, and it's crazy. Um, it's crazy because it's it's home. It's so close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've talked to most of my family members that were out there have already left the the area, but it's kind of weird because um, you know the country hasn't seen anything like this since Katrina, and all the people from Katrina moved to the Houston area, and some of them came to Dallas, and now. They're in Houston experiencing the same thing. So it kind of sucks for those people. Well, it was weird last night, like driving around uh, late and like looking up and not a cloud in the sky, but knowing, yeah, you know, what's happening just a few hours south. Yeah. But when I woke up this morning, I, first of all, I didn't realize that it was time for me to wake up because the clouds had literally, you know, it, it seems like it's coming this way. Uh, yeah, I, but I, it looks like there's only. Like just rain tomorrow. Yeah. Nothing, nothing severe. You know, yeah, that, that's about. coming. To, yeah, yeah, not for us. I mean, part of the problem is that here in Dallas area, we don't have an ocean to right. for the, for this to happen. I'm sure if we had one, that it. No, would be I was there. talking about it with my wife yesterday. It's yeah. it's weird. I never associated Texas with a hurricane before in my yeah. life. It's just something I never yeah. have thought about. I mean, if you think of, of Texas, you think of like cactus and right cowboy and tornadoes yeah right exactly <laughs> you don't think of like palm trees and hurricanes yeah you know it's crazy because after this I, i've been listening to some of the weather people you know because they they're all knowing um and they said that there's a potential for um after this hurricane for tornadoes to come i'm like Ugh. we just can't catch a break can we no nope. And, you know, Texas is a perfect uh, place to have tornadoes. And it's like, come on. Can we, God, chill. We, yeah. get, we, get, we get the picture. And we just had a, an earthquake uh, a few days ago in Irving. Yeah. We woke up to that. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. I, w- I went to the, uh, the Dallas Bureau at Fox, and they were, you had told me about the earthquake. Yeah. But they could feel it in downtown Dallas. The earthquake. I never felt one that powerful before. I didn't feel earthquakes until I, I started working at the Blaze, and apparently, 
tornadoes, I'm not tornadoes, but the uh, earthquakes happen all the time. Tornadoes, too. Yeah, right, that too, right? (laughs) It happens all the time here. As a matter of fact, one time me and Dana were on air, and uh, we we experienced one right on air, and it's like the camera started shaking, and we're like, oh, back to the weather, I guess. Um, So um, Irving is known for these earthquakes. Yeah, I mean, I was literally shaken awake. Yeah freaked me out i mean it was there was like a loud bang too yeah um you know coming out of sleep earthquake was not even close to being the Mm -hmm. first thing on my mind i was like thinking somebody trying to beat down my door yeah did a tree fall into the building yeah did a car run into the building (laughs) did a bomb go off all right that's what's going through my head right and then uh my wife still half asleep probably just an earthquake <laughs> at least she oh. knew oh it was, it was one oh, of those things yeah. but we're, def- right. we're definitely praying for those uh, uh people in uh houston because uh it, it's tragic i mean they're, they're estimating two million people are going to be effect- affected by this tragedy here's the deal everything is bigger in texas so when tragedies hit a lot of people are affected by it and it, it doesn't seem like this uh is getting any better right now. It can last for the next two days, just the high winds. And uh, right now they're saying that the emergency, emergency professionals haven't even been able to go and assess the damage just from last, you know, last in my, night. In my personal opinion, there's not much scarier than flooding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's terrifying. Especially if you're a guy like me that can't swim. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you know what they say? It's, uh, drowning is a terrible death. Like I'm sure it is. It is a. I mean, how did they? Yeah, I was mean, just about die. to say. I was just like, about to say. <laughs> <laughs> but they say they say it sucks for you if you if you want if you want to die, don't drown or get burnt alive. Okay. So, by the way, um, interesting note. I was talking to a friend. They were and they were telling me about um, this guy named Saint Lawrence. Did I tell you about this? Yeah. It just made me think yeah, of it. Yeah. This guy uh, named St. Lawrence, he was uh, martyred because uh, he was uh, he was a Christian. And they burnt the guy. They roasted him alive. And um, as they're, uh, they're roasting the guy, he says, this side is already done. Flip oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he, his last words were, um, I'm, I think I'm good now. Bite me. Like eat me on my way out. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, and so that's where I got my name from, St. Lawrence. Oh, I mean, not right. typical, but you know, there's something. Never heard the story there's, until two days ago. There's something but, symbolic about it yeah. that you know I would totally say, right. bite me <laughs> when you're trying. And you to do, mo- yeah. I mean, it's kind of like me getting the Nazarene sign on my arm, you know, like to terrorists. You know, I'm willing to stand for what's right, Lawrence. <laughs> Mic drop. Anyway, I want to talk about um, this new thing, uh, uh, this article that you found. I know this is a, a quick pivot, but you know what? We got to talk about the clips thing, too. We got to talk about that before we move on. So uh, everybody was so excited about this whole eclipse thing that happened last week. But, I mean, it was kind of cool, but it was like, come on. It's it's over. That was it was dumb. It, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It was cool to put the glasses on. There was so much hype. You didn't like the For hype? what? 
it was pretty cool, right? I guess it was all right. To, to see the I don't know the sun like and the moon come together, and merge as one. Could walk out there, put the glasses on, look up there for two seconds, and I'm good. Some people decided not to actually uh, put the glasses on. Yeah, but they were uh, permanently damaged because you can't look at the sun. However, yeah. our president, on the other hand. <laughs> Look directly into it as well, but he wasn't damaged because right. you can't damage the eyes of God's anointed. <laughs> I can't tell if you're joking about it or you see. I mean, Tucker uh, Carlson said it's the best thing, uh, most impressive thing yeah, any president has ever ever done. done. I thought he was joking about it. You didn't. No, he, yeah, he was joking. He was joking, but you yeah, didn't take it was. like that in the. You say you didn't take it like that when he first said it, right? Well, no, I did take it like that, but it's not like it was that clear. Like nobody who, like people who don't know who Tucker Carlson is, did not take it as a joke. Really? I yes. think they were just trying to find something to like be upset about. I mean, clearly looking at the sun is not the most impressive thing any president has ever done. Like, clearly. Yeah, I know, but, I mean, you know how liberals operate. That's why I said they were literally just trying to find something to complain about and not... Yeah, but they think think that all conservatives worship Trump. So that's why they didn't think that it was a joke. Of course they would think that's the most impressive thing. Right. You know? Right. Although I did think it was pretty funny to see him after you have all these... You know, people that are experts in the sun and the weather (laughs) saying, whatever you do, if you want to go blind for the rest of your life, look at the sun. If you look at the sun, you're going to go blind. You know, I actually did try and look up at it real quick. I did. (laughs) You can't see anything. It's too bright. It kind of hurt, too. I'm not going to lie. It's too bright. You can't see anything. I I did it. But it was like, oh, that hurt. That hurt my contact lens. So let me, hey, dude, you mind passing those glasses? Oh, that's kind of cool. And then, yeah, people, did, did you see all the people on Twitter who were like saying they looked into it and now their eyes are hurting? Shut up. No, yeah, I forget I forget what the hashtag was, but there was something uh, that I had pulled up and it was just one tweet after another of people complaining that their eyes and their head hurt because they were staring directly into the sun. Well, that's your fault, okay? Yeah. That's your fault for being dumb. Yeah. I love how our boss, Glenn, he comes out like... For, that was exactly my reaction, too. <laughs> he comes out for like two seconds, and he goes, he puts the glasses on, he looks at it. Okay, good. I'm going yeah. back inside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, and he was like sarcastic the whole time. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, this is amazing. Just like the movies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. As if it was something like, to be impressed. I, I love how there were all these websites of... The, the special gear to oh I know to get to for this moment so there's a grocery store back uh, back home where I'm from in mm-hmm. Northeast Ohio um, and they were selling the the cheap glasses mm-hmm. well they had to recall them all and give everybody a refund because they weren't NASA certified oh my god <laughs> yeah. I hate yeah. about that refund though. Yeah, <laughs> right. But I don't know how many people didn't actually hear about that and then just went ahead and, and got the to refund. No, just use the glasses because they thought they were fine. Unbelievable. Well, I 
I like the cool uh, pictures that I saw of people essentially just using a cereal box. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh, you guys spending all this money, and these kids have found a way yep. to get it to get it done, get her done, yep. you know? And you guys have spent all this money did on you, all this gear. Did you hear, I wish I would have thought about this earlier, did you hear the audio um, of Nick Saban talking mm-hmm. about the eclipse? Mm-mm-mm. So they are doing a press conference, and uh, some some guy from the press was like, you know, we got a big uh, solar eclipse uh, coming tomorrow. Are you gonna? Are you taking any special precautions for the for the players so they don't go out there and look at it? And right. Saban looked at this guy like he was the dumbest person right, on the planet. Right? Because who cares? <laughs> exactly. He's who like, cares? he's like, uh, I mean, I guess we'll let the kids grab a pair of sunglasses and go out there if they want. Um, he's like, you know, the solar eclipse isn't really something that I'm concerned about right, right now. <laughs> right. But you know what? You know the crazy part about it? That I'm actually happy about the whole eclipse thing because it's the first time in like months where. Oh, it was a good day. Yeah. It, it, was it wasn't all this politics of, you know, Trump and Russia. Trump is undermining uh, the press. This is about the press, you know. I mean, all the politics was suddenly gone, and yep. the press could focus. Even Shepard Smith, which I wanted to get to some of his audio, <laughs> the the dude was all over the place. <laughs> Shep was literally was all over the place, and then he started to critique every news station how their feed looked. Oh, well, <laughs> he was like MSNBC. Look at them; their shading is wrong on this. I was watching the Twitter feed. And it was like brought to you by the Weather Channel. And I don't know if it actually was the Weather Channel feed or not, but they treated this thing as if it was literally New Year's Eve. Yes. Like yes. when the first uh, uh, total covered totality, yeah. when totality happened for the first time, yeah. they're yeah. like blowing horns, confetti, like everything. It's crazy. So stupid. The, those were the nerds in the school. Like <laughs> the yeah. weather. I can't wait. No, I mean, yeah, it was the greatest thing yeah. they had ever seen. In it life. was a, it was nerd day. It was nerd day. I want to talk to you guys about this new movie pass that I'm drooling over. And by the way, I finally watched Game of Thrones, and I'm hooked. We'll talk about that when I come back. Keep it here. This is the Lawrence Jones Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Jones Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, welcome back. Triple eight nine hundred three three nine three. It's good being back with you guys. Was doing a little traveling last week to New York uh, to do some shows and all that good stuff. On my way back, I think I told Alexander about this. On my way back, I mean, I, I think I'm a nice guy, but I always get crappy experiences. <laughs> like, I think I'm chill. You know, some people were, they asked for first class. I said, no, just give me the exit row. Just give me the exit row, and I'll just stretch my legs out. Cool. Sit, sit next to this guy. Got my earphones on. Got my uh, gummy bears in my, uh, my uh, backpack, and I'm smooth sailing. Then I started to smell this smell. 
<laughs> and it was very. I'm, oh I'm, no! I'm bad about these smells, you know, dude. Like I just, I just, even sometimes in the office, I'll smell something. I'll go buy a candle, or it's something about smells that really bug me. Bug me. I work alone every day because I just the, the body odor has to be right. Not this guy. Number one, I don't understand how he got the exit row. You know, because he was. I don't understand. Probably how he paid got, for it. Probably did, but <laughs> I don't know. But the guy smelled like tuna fish and Fritos. <laughs> oh no! And Wait, did, was he eating tuna fish? No, no, okay. he wasn't. That's why I don't understand it. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Was maybe, his shoes on? His shoes. Oh, he tried to take his shoes off, and, and you that, told him. You told him no. I looked at him. I said, like, "Stop." Ah. No, I didn't say stop. I just looked at him and said, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, stop." You told him that. I did. I swear. <laughs> I looked at him and he looked at me. He knew it was a problem. <laughs> he knew it was a problem. He looks at me, and I'm like, "Uh, oh. uh." Uh-uh. I just said, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." He was like, "Oh, sorry, dude. Yeah, dude." Because we're already smelling the tuna and Fritos. Your feet is probably straight up just fish. Okay, so let's just. Oh my. Bag it off. Yeah, I hate when people bring food on planes. I, I just don't like it. Oh, it's I disgusting. I don't like it. It's disgusting. And, you know, it, it, here's the problem. It's different when we're in an open area and you can win stuff out. Just win <laughs> it out. But when you're in the plane and everything is between that metal, number one, I'm, I get freaked out on planes already. So yeah, that's... So for, for further context, we... Lawrence and myself and his producer have been spending a lot of time in a small, very small room (laughs) with a closed door. The the war room. People keep coming in there and saying, man, it smells like man in here. (laughs) So Lawrence brought a candle. I did. I brought a candle because I was already smelling it. So I brought the candle and then somebody, Riley, Riley blew the candle out because he said it's too strong. I'm like, dude, (laughs) then that means you're used to this scent, and that's a problem. <laughs> the scent has to go. I mean, I look, I, I just think it's a little rude. It's a little rude to have smells in small areas and not do anything about it. Just not do anything about it. That makes me think that you're nasty. <laughs> it makes me feel like you're nasty. So and Who are you blaming out of the, the three of us then? I don't know. If If one of us is nasty, who is it? If you're okay with the smell, you're nasty. Oh, okay. okay. If you're okay with the smell. I remember I remember waking up on Saturday mornings and my mom has her gospel music on just rolling. And I was like, oh, dang. Next you smell the Clorox and you know this is cleaning day. So that's the type of smell I'm used to being woke up to. Like the smell of Clorox and pine saw like. That means you're fighting germs, kind of like Osmosis Ladies, Jones. there's another thing to add to the requirement list for LBJ. What, the, the ladies clean? I'm not, I'm yeah. just, we'll, he, we'll, he's got to wake up Saturday mornings to the scent of Clorox. If, <laughs> look, we can, we can make it a couple's uh, exercise. We, we can clean together. Like, I'm not you're the not type of guy to say, I'm not, I'm not this male uh, you know, chauvinist that's saying, hey, you know what? You go clean. You cook. I'll do it with you. I got oh your back, God. girl. You know? Please. <laughs> More when we come back. <laughs> this is the Lawrence Jones Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
The Lawrence Jones Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The best bump music in uh, conservative talk radio. Triple A nine hundred three three nine three. The Texas Attorney General, as well as Lieutenant Governor and the Governor of the Great State of Texas, are expected to address the press in the state on the status of what's going on in Houston and Galveston. We'll bring you live coverage when that comes in. Um, before we get to this update on the movies, I, I got to talk to you about I, when I was in New York. Um, and me and Alexander talk about this, about service. Service is important. So I go to this Asian restaurant, okay? And um, the food was okay. It was okay. I'm, I'm, I'm in this new phase of my life that I'm trying new things, you know, getting out of my box, you know, trying Game of Thrones. Okay. And trying new food, right? Okay. The food is okay, okay? I write my tip. Now, take it now. The service wasn't that good. She may have brought my food and water and didn't come back. Okay. So, you so know. you're checking out. I'm checking out. Signing your receipt. Signing the receipt. And okay. I put 15% down. Not the 20, the 15, because you didn't. And, and, and this is growth for me. Because I'm the type of person, when I don't do my job, I get fired. I don't get a, I don't get more money. So, I used to not tip at all when you did have bad service. And I said, you know what? Have grace. Have grace with people. You never know what day they had. Right. So, I did the 15%. The Asian lady tells me more tip, <laughs> more tip. I said, excuse me, more tip. And then she proceeds. This only happens oh, yeah, to you. To me, to me. <laughs> then she proceeds to write down 30% on the receipt. <laughs> and I looked at her and I said, no. No, not happening. So then she starts speaking. I don't know if it was Japanese or what to her friends, her compadres, and all that on on in, in the restaurant. And they're talking to you. I know they're talking about me. I know they're talking about me. She's smirking and bobbing her head. Head. I signed the receipt because at this point I'm done. I'm done. Number one, I have never experienced people say more tip. <laughs> I wish okay. the listeners could see. Like you have the pencil in your hand yeah. and you're like tapping the table. Yeah. She was tapping the yeah. table. She goes, more tip. <laughs> Excuse me, lady? More? Who says that? Yes. I would have taken, taken the receipt. Service. I would have taken the receipt, ripped it up and said. I wanted to. Give me a new one. I wanted to, especially. Yeah. And then you mark a big old slash through the tip. Here's the deal. I, I was already being very graceful with her because the service was terrible. Terrible. Food, okay. So, terrible service. Yeah, but and as I, everybody knows, the, the standard for service in the LBJ world is a little higher than most. It's not because I assist them. I assist them in everything that they need. Um, I try to make life better for them in their serving thing. I tell them exactly what I want. I even tell them, bring me two of the same drink. That way you don't have to yeah, run back and forth for refills. They don't view it like that. They just view it as yeah. you're freaking annoying. So apparently we get service all wrong. There's an article about this that you have that yes. it tells you things not to do yes. with 
But that wasn't the intent of me pulling the article. The, the, intent, no. the intent of me pulling the article was for my own personal entertainment and for the entertainment of the listeners. No. So, but but it's, it's some truth to what listen, I'm saying. Listen, that they're off in the hit. 15 things you should never say to your server, and I'm guaranteeing right now, Lawrence has done at least 12 of But these. it's the tone that you use, the way you say it. Yeah, and I've been I've been there for a lot of these, and I'm thinking in my head, my gosh, if I was a server, man, I'd be spitting in this dude's food, something. No, something. No something. There's no way. Okay, it's let's, annoying. Hear it. let's okay. hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Number one, 15 things you should never say to your server. Can we move to a different table? What's wrong with that? Well, I've said that before. Yes, I, I know you have. Hey, hey the explanation, man, do you mind if I... The explanation is, if you start out somewhere and you move to a different table, you might be getting passed off to another uh, waiter or waitress, and then your tip would go to them and not the person who started. That's why a server is annoyed by it. I'm not saying it's right or wrong to do it, but that's okay. why a server okay. says you okay. shouldn't do I'm, it. I'm, I understand. It's that a hassle. Little. Okay. I can see that's Number money, two. That's money out of their pocket. Number two, and I was there for this one. And you did not say it politely. <laughs> Where is my sauce? <laughs> no. No, that's not how. Okay. You need to, to give them more context. I gave, when you experienced that with me, I gave them very clear instructions. That's why I take a lot of time when I give my order. Yeah, it's like, a lot hey, of time. Hey, do you mind bringing, this was the Cheddar's experience, right? Yes. All right. And I said, what did I say? I said, do you mind bringing me out? No, there was no mind. There was two bourbon glaze. Two bourbon glaze. Very specific, yeah. though, right? Two <laughs> two bourbon glaze. And I give it all out together. Two of this drink. Yeah. That way, it helps them. Like, you know, very, very, yeah, very fresh, very condescending, fries. very They're, slow, as if they not, can't process the information. It is not. It's not. It's like it giving it, taking your time <laughs> with them, and like giving it. And what does she do? Doesn't bring them out. Brings you one. And what does she do? Brings you one and charges and, you and for charges two. And charges me for two. Charges you when, for two. When did we start charging for sauces? When did we start char- So <laughs> imagine my position. I got charged for the sauce that I didn't get. Yes. Okay. All right, but continue. Okay, so, continue. so far, we're, we're two for two. Two for two. Two for two. Right, right, right. Number three, can we make more room? I had never done that before. The more never, room one? Yeah, never. Like in like, a, in a yeah, like Like you... Go in there. You get a table for four, and then you get a text from a buddy saying they're going to oh, meet yeah, you I've too. Done that. I've done oh wait, that. can we make a an extra spot? Here? I asked him, "Is there a way possible?" You make it seem like I'm so rude about it, but I'm like, "Hey, no, because at a table, please." Because I, I I've seen it, and I, I I know because I've been a server before, and I know how I would react because you're just so tired. You don't want to be there, and you're like, "Who is this guy?" Thinking he's helping me. It's just annoying. But see, I'm trying to help. Yeah, but I'm no, trying to it doesn't help. come off that way. Anyway, so three for three. Three for three, yes. Number four. Is the chicken good or is the whatever meal What good? is wrong with that? Because it, that's a subjective question. What is do good you to get, you? Do you is, get good reviews on the chicken? What is wrong with that? That I mean, wasn't what, the question. What, You're asking that person if they think it's good. And yeah. what happened to you at Alamo when you asked the woman if the chicken tenders were good? She go with a snarky little accent. She didn't of know hers. how to answer you because no, she's vegan. She's vegan. I'm vegetarian. That's that's why they don't like those questions because their taste buds are different than your taste I'm buds. I'm sorry. Uh, please call in so, if you have comments on four this too. For four. But triple eight nine hundred three three nine three. If if I'm some, not saying, if you're asking people. 
hey guys if this is good you know listen i'm not saying any of them are right or wrong to do i'm just saying I this is them. what servers they hate. do not like and i'm saying you do every single one of it's them terrible that's the point what's of the this. next one what's the next one number five how spicy is the blank yes again yes. that's the, the same the same concept there your spicy is different from another person's spicy that's an impossible question to answer. Yeah, but at least so try it's to like you know, imagine being the server, automatic eye roll. I I don't know. I guess it's spicy. Like it's spicy. I don't know. But I don't know. I'm just asking. Hey, do you get? You know, people say this is what, way is little, too. Is spicy. a little tingle on the tongue? Maybe. Am I gonna like need a glass of milk? Is my mouth gonna be on fire? Like they don't want to answer that. Maybe. Like, if you're skeptical, probably should get something else. The, the thing is, I'm not doing it to be malicious. No, I know, but it's I how just you want, come off. I just want to know how, right. you know. And it's annoying for the server, and it's entertaining for me. Five for five. <laughs> Number six. Can you put our order in first, or can you rush our food? That is on rare occasions. Like, hey, I got to go somewhere. Hey, but do you mind putting that in we're first, six for please? six. Yes. Number seven, is my food ready yet? If I've been waiting for an hour. <laughs> yes, we're seven for seven here. <laughs> Number eight, how long is this going to take? <laughs> yes, I've done that. <laughs> eight for eight. Number nine, well, did they have to kill the cow? <laughs> no, I've never done that. Kill the cow, shred it, do whatever you want. The humane way and all that, I don't care. Just get it done. I don't never do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the have have you ever heard that saying? Before? I've never heard of that. It's the saying is it's taking so long. Well, what'd you have to do? Did you have to kill the cow? Oh, I've heard of yeah. that before. Yeah, but, but I've never, you've said, never that. said no. That's no, not no, something you've said. No, okay, it's kind of so corny. There's one you haven't said. Yeah, give me credit for that. Okay, one. number ten. What's your favorite thing on the menu? Okay, what's wrong with that? <laughs> they don't like it. I'm just saying they don't like if, it. Then the it's survey not their, says they don't like it. Well, guess what? It's not their favorite I, then. I get, I get it. It's not their favorite thing I get it, on the and menu, some could then. argue that that's their job to be helpful to Thank you. Thank you. But they still get annoyed by it, is Can, what they're saying. I, I want the record to reflect that some of these questions are dumb. I are know. dumb. I know, but I'm just so saying. So dumb. Again, all I'm saying is they don't like it, and you do every one. That's all I'm trying is to prove here. Is that all of them? No. Number 11. It's not on the menu, but can I have blank? That, that takes place sometime. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff that's not on the menu, and I know them too, uh-huh. especially at Cracker Barrel. Uh-huh. The Grandma Special is never on the menu, yep. but I know what it is, and it's good. Yep. Hey, yeah, right. But I think in in the context of this question specifically, it's you don't know if they're able to do it or not, but you're just saying, "Hey, I don't see this on the menu, but can you whip me up this? Have you ever done that?" No. You only ask for things that you know they're capable of doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'll give you a pass on yeah. that one. Okay. Number so that's 12. two. Give me this or I want that. They hate that. I don't do that. I, I You do that. I do not do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've heard you say both of those. Give me the, the chicken tender. Oh, yeah. I do say it like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can see, you give me this? See, what they're requesting in this article is they're requesting that you say, can I have that or... May I have that, or could I please have that? That's what they want. That's okay, what I'll for. improve on that. Okay. Sometimes I just, okay. you know. Right. 13. 
can you kick someone out? Have you no, ever asked I've somebody never done that. Out? That okay, is so rude. That's three. That's, that's three. rude. 14. Can you change the music? No, I don't care. Okay, that's four. And can I have your number? Nah. Never ask for a chick's number. Nah. Never. That's a dog that does that. <laughs> Never? I mean, maybe once. Okay, so <laughs> 11 of the 15 you have done, and you wonder why you have a hard time at restaurants. Here's the deal. Oh, Case closed. We have a server on the line that we're going to go to after the commercial break to get their perspective on it. Because maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think I am. Don't think I am. I'll give you some grace on some of those. But more when we come back. Keep it here. The Lawrence Jones Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Uh, still waiting for the Texas Lieutenant Governor Greg Abbott to give us more details on Hurricane Harvey. We'll bring you to that when they uh, when he steps up to the podium. But first, let's go to Jonathan. Um, Jonathan, welcome to the program. Hey, Lawrence Alexander. How's it going? Uh, it's fine, man. Uh, I had to call in and defend Lawrence a little bit. Thank you. Let's hear. Let's hear. And you're a former uh, server, right? Uh, at many places. Okay. Um, I the worst one was J. Alexander's. I had to deal with a lot of high end clientele. And um, I guess what I just wanted to say is um, tone really does matter. Thank you. And mm. and but I, don't I automatically assume Lawrence's tone is right. <laughs> is well, all I'm it saying. also depends on how much time is has it's been taken. So that is true. Uh, that is true. All of these things come into play, but yeah. uh, I'll give you a quick example. What what you have to do at some of these places is no matter how irritated you might get, you want to make them as happy as possible so you get the best tip possible. And um, one of my experiences was I had to have my manager come out with me because the lady did not believe that the forks were clean that I was bringing. So I had to three times bring her forks and, you know, smile the whole time. And I guess what I'm trying to say is, uh, Lawrence, you're totally in the right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, dude. And you know what? Let me tell you. Let me give you a part of my story. Not every place. So Alexander probably hasn't. And I try to do my best to do it. So I got this phobia with forks as well. And it, it typically happens at like stuff like a Waffle House. I will ask them just to bring me a cup of hot water and I'll just soak my utensils in the hot water and I won't have them clean it or anything. It's just a phobia of mine. But like some places, you know that it looks clean. Some people, it doesn't look clean, but the food is good. So you you, you roll with the punches. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly, man. Oh, I'm so not surprised. It's okay that you've said some of these things. <laughs> you know, it's just... No, I, I, yeah, no. My thing is, I totally agree. I don't have a problem yeah. with what Lawrence is doing. I totally agree he's in the right. I just think it's hilarious that there's a list that servers put together and Lawrence has done every single one. That's what I think <laughs> is funny about thank the whole thing. Thank you for bringing that. <laughs> Jonathan, thank you so much for coming on the program. No problem. Have a good day, guys. You too. 
See, I'm all I'm saying is there is standards and practices, and I'm not saying the customer is always right, but don't create this stupid list saying I don't want to do that. This is not fair. It's your job to serve, server, and if you want a good tip, just do it. Just, just do it. And they and want tone more is tip. and tone is important. More tone tip. is important. More tip. Yeah, more tip. <laughs> You're listening to the Lawrence Jones Show on the Blaze Radio Network. lot to discuss today um (laughs) the weather is still taking control and this new statue debate is going on but i want to get into this mayweather and mcgregor fight in this movie pass but first let's get some updates from uh the governor on the weather situation uh that and so much more let's go the lawrence jones show is on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much for tuning in. A lot to discuss. Uh, catastrophic uh, events taking place in Texas from Houston all the way to Galveston. Um, it, it was a level uh, category three uh, hurricane. Now it's down to one. And they said winds and all that good stuff is continuing to not Stuff down, build is down. Two million people are expected to be affected by this. Do, do we have the governor yet? They're still in the briefing. Is, is he? Is he ready? Is he? Is he already doing the briefing or no? Uh, he's getting. Okay. Uh, so when the governor finishes uh, his briefing, we'll we'll take you to that. But um, so the fight. Yeah. The fight. Yeah, the fight is happening. You know. Uh, How much yeah, do you care about this? You stoked, psyched? I'm excited about yeah. it tonight. I've been waiting for this. I know what's going to happen, but... Me too. I'm excited about it. You know, anytime you see two um, jerks fight each other and one of them goes down, I consider that a victory. Yeah, see, I, I'm i not fight guy. Never have been. Why not? I, I don't know. I just can't... I, I don't know. It's just not my thing. Can't get into it. You know, I was told, never been wrestling guy, never been MMA really? guy. I boxing. cried when I found out wrestling was fake. <laughs> yeah, no, I just I don't know. Now I've been told since I'm kind of, it's not like I'm rooting for Mayweather. I just think he's a good boxer. I, I admire, you know, his yeah, boxing. One of the greatest boxers of all time. Right, right. But you know, people start talking about his personal life. I'm like, I don't watch him for his personal life. Just like I don't watch my Cowboys for their personal life. Although we have a lot of good people that do th- good things and the godly men like Dak yeah. Prescott that yeah. put God first. Yeah, you go way back with Dak. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Thank, thank you. <laughs> thank you for letting the audience know that. I always have to remind no, them. No, I can't give you tickets you know, because they're mine. Um, can't even get himself tickets. <laughs> one of these days, he's going to wise up after I gave him that fashion advice. By the way, did I ever tell you guys? After Doesn't even him, remember who you are. Oh, yes, he does. Dude, I watched what he had on, and he got every single thing I told him to go get. That's all I'm saying. Well, you remember the products. Yeah. Yeah. Who gave it to him? He doesn't remember that. 
You know what? I can't take your negativity with your quarterback. If LeBron called you and took your graphic design advice, what would you be saying right now? What does that mean? That's a completely different. That's a completely different situation. You, no, 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 you no, no. Bumped into Dak at a charity event. He didn't dial you up on me. the phone. He bumped into me. He bumped into me. I didn't even look at him or anything. He was like, "Please, Dude. please tell me when did he pick up the celly no, and no. put your numbers?" What in there I'm saying is that if you were at an event and LeBron was like, "Hey, I like that graphic that you know you you have on your shirt or something," yeah, and he's like, "Well, yeah." Right. Yeah. I, I designed that. Right, and I'd be milking that for all it's worth for exactly. all eternity. Exactly. Which, but it doesn't change the fact that you'd be giving me crap for it, just like I give I you crap not. for this. I would Stop. not. Yes, I would you be would. like, yes, my, you would. my boy, no. finally, he finally, no. this is what he's been waiting no. for. This is the moment. No. Yes. No. I would. I'd be like, Alexander and LeBron have united. This is what we've been waiting for. By the way, me and Dak are supposed to be working together on this single mother's charity. So when that happens, dude. Is that right? Yeah, I told you about that. Yeah, so it's going to happen. I'm the type of guy, though, after I make those type of connections, I I, I wait. And I wait for the moment to attack. Yeah. See, now I know I planted that seed (laughs) when he wore those shoes that I told him to get in that blazer. So I was like, he was listening. And then you wait, and then you attack with the plan and you yep. go forth through it. So there's levels to this. You got to, you know, you can't be like the fan stalker. You're not you're not selfie guy. Nah. I mean, we did take a <laughs> we did take a uh, what do they call it? Boomerang. Boomerang. Yeah. yeah. And that was his idea. That was his idea. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So, you know, you can't be the you know, the P1 like, "Hey, let me send you something." <laughs> you know. <laughs> Let me just send you all my fan mail and all that type of stuff. You know, we want to do that. No, right? No, and that gets a little creepy. No, huh? we don't. We don't see any of them. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> send you ashes and all that crazy stuff. No, you got you got to be chill about it. Like you, you know, you just like, hey, I'm a fan, but I'm not that. Oh my God, he's that <laughs> That's that's what you did. Or or. He's a nice guy too. Or when I was in Trader Joe's this week, and the guy was like, "Lord Joe for Five News." Yeah, <laughs> but he thought you were a Cowboys player right. first. He was like, "Dallas, <laughs> Dallas Cowboy?" No, 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 no. Basketball, basketball, right? No, no. Lord Joe Five News, <laughs> and it was like that. Or the lady that the other day, I got the little. Oh yeah, you helped her out at the store. I helped her out at the store, and she was just like. Because you're a freakishly tall man, and she needed help reaching something. I know, and I wasn't even offended by that. Yeah. You know? You weren't going to pull a Michelle Obama? No, I was not going to pull them. Like, look, the lady just needs help. She needs help, and I get it. And and you know what? She turned out to be a nice lady, and we took a picture, and we did all that. So what I'm saying is is don't be that guy. I didn't want to be the guy that – well, these people were nice that did that. Let me clarify. But I don't want to be the guy that's you know trying to get all up in his space. So I wait for the time and then attack. Right. Um, I forgot Where are what we, we going were talking about. I, I apologize. <laughs> Look what you did. I know. I, I totally you derailed that. You did. I can't, but I can't hear Dak Prescott without bringing up the fact that you act like you guys are homies. We are homies. <laughs> and, and it's about time you start acknowledging that hominess yeah, because we'll, we'll you know what we'll I, you know what the crazy part is I would totally have your back on the homie card if it was you and LeBron and no, I'm like you, you know yeah I would no you wouldn't I would I'd be like no you wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
even like you know my boy Alexander is homies with LeBron, right? You know they go shopping sometime together. He does designs. Yeah, hey, I've seen him out in public plenty of times. Yeah, but y'all not homies. How do you know? Okay, if y'all are, then I support that. I support <laughs> that. I support that. Where were we going with this? I don't know. Anyway, um, what what the real big issue is um, that we were trying to get to, I think, was the whole movie pass situation, right? No, no, we weren't trying. Yeah, we were trying to get to no, the movie. No, we were talking about Mayweather and oh, McGregor. that's where we were. That's where we were. So I was telling people that, I, that was funny. We will get to the movie passes oh, because that's that's big. It's huge. Um, the Mayweather fight, I watch him because he's one of the best, the greatest boxers ever to play the game. And, yeah. and you know, I get, I get pushback from people because it's like, hey, Mayweather did this in his past. And I'm not fond of him, but it's a lot of people that, I'm sure you watch that got a dirty pass. Oh, yeah. And let's not be so judgy. Right. In the middle of these boxes. You're not supporting either of them as like your role model. No. No. You just want to watch them beat the crap out of each other. I do. It'll be fun. Especially if I see blood. Like, I'm just not interested in it. Like, I'm definitely not going to pay for it. Definitely not. This may be my first fight that I paid for since ever. <laughs> Man, like that's a lot of money to watch ever. a fight. Maybe I can convince some buddies to go half on it, and then uh, we go there. Or the bars. Some of the bars decide to show it, and uh, if they have good wings, then I'll go. The problem is, I know all the bars are going to be full, and yep. I don't like the crowd. Like that. nope, me. It, it just it, it just when people start rubbing elbows with each other, that's a little too close. I'm not sports guy in bars. Yeah, I can't watch. I I need like Silence. there's there's a certain point do, where I need to watch sports by myself. Especially I can't do if it's basketball or football in bars. I just no, can't do no, it. No. Number one, I get way too emotional, and I get too annoyed with fans who think annoyed. they know everything. Ooh, dude. <laughs> ooh, ooh. There's this one guy. But uh, well, they will remain nameless. But they think they know everything, stats and all, and don't know nothing. I'm sure they never played a, a day of sports in their lives. As a matter of fact, I probably played with them before, and they, they just aren't good, you know. So, yeah, I hate those fans. I really do because they just don't know. They just don't know. But they pretend like they know, and they're wrong. They get the stats wrong. Again, I just went on a rant, but I hate those type of people watching sports with them. Maybe they're good at other things like preparing stuff or some type of stuff, but um, not actual uh, sports uh, themselves. Maybe they can be like Bob the Builder and build things, but um, actually, no, they're they're not good at actual sports. But anyway, Mayweather McGregor, (laughs) I I think Mayweather will get the fight. Uh, It's just obvious. 100%. Because he is the boxer. 100%. Just just like if Mayweather would have decided to do a UFC fight, McGregor would destroy him within two seconds. Um, I just, I, I think it's brilliant on both of their parts because essentially Mayweather just made McGregor a millionaire. Yep. He just made him a millionaire. Yep. I just, mean, he even acknowledged that there is no losers when you're both making the, right. the money that you're making. Right. And Mayweather essentially Although, knew he was going to win the fight. I'm also not going to rule out that it may already be scripted. You Are you kidding me? Maybe. It's such a big thing that it could be. You I'm not saying it is, is or it isn't. I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if it was. I wouldn't be surprised if, that's uh, heartbreaking. if Mayweather 
took a dive. That's heartbreaking. He he already like set the table for it. Like, nah. If if I lose, it's no big deal. I got the money. Who Mayweather? Yeah. There's no way. His ego is way too big. He's never lost a fight. That's I ever. I I get it ever. But when asked about the question, he says, "Hey, there there's no losers. I got paid. Do I look like a loser?" Yeah. That I doesn't sound. I, I I don't I don't see him going down. I'm not saying. I mean, I'm not saying either way. To be fair, I'm saying I know surprised. there's been a lot of talking, but McGregor has been doing most of the talking. I watched that press conference yesterday, not just the weigh-in, and McGregor is still like flexing, and he's like, and Mayweather's just standing like this, hands like this, which is strange because Mayweather is normally a big talker. Now, my producer John told told me when he worked at uh, UFC. Um, that McGregor is actually a nice guy. He's just a prick as far yeah, as... Yeah, well, you know he's half black, right? Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> said something below about the waist. Yeah, below the waist <laughs> down, he's black. Hey, which is... You know, I, I know this is a family show, but, you know, uh, let's just say, yeah, I, I get what he was coming from <laughs> where where he said that. Back in a moment. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> Jones. You're listening to The Lawrence Jones Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Triple eight nine hundred three three nine three. Waiting for the Texas Governor Greg Abbott to give us an update on what's happening in the state of Texas. Um, it's reported that um, a quarter of a million people in Texas have a power outage. Um, currently, the Lieutenant Governor and uh, Governor are in the middle of a briefing from. Uh, emergency management and all the local partners on what's actually taking place. The national guard is already um, on the ground and assessing the situation. Um, This isn't over yet. I mean, we're still at a category one, um, which still isn't good. We've got high winds still taking place and there could be more damage on the way for, um, Galveston and uh, Houston area. Um, and so we're, we're just waiting for um, Governor Abbott to take the podium and give us an update uh, with the local partners there on the ground. But while we're, while we're you know, waiting for that, I want to talk about that coach um, who is um, essentially lost his job after going through federal court simply because he decided to, it it was a corporate prayer with the players after his high school football game um, on the 50-yard line. And then they said he couldn't do that, so he decided to do it himself. Well, they decided not to renew his contract, um, and he was fired uh, for praying for like literally 15 seconds. Did, uh, Did a parent complain? Like where where did the complaint start? 
uh, the school. They said, uh, I, I think it was a was a parent at, or, or someone that's in the audience, none of the football team, because the football team, they would all join yeah. in. And and that's the crazy part. It's like even if you weren't Christian, you could pray to your God or whoever you believed. Uh, well, it's the world we live in today. Right. And so God doesn't have a job. Um, and I was on Fox earlier this week um, talking about this. Uh, yesterday when I'm in the Dallas Bureau, the Fox Bureau, uh, I run into the coach because um, he was in Dallas uh, doing some media about it. But uh, he told me that now they're, they they uh, essentially have other teachers that decided to pray in the classroom that now they're, they are in trouble now and yeah. they are getting fired. And I, I was talking about this the other day um, on TV. I'm not sure – we are prepared for consequences of removing God out of every single thing that we do. I'm not saying people are perf, uh, excellent Christians or whatever, but to remove God out of everything. Hey, the public school is a shining example of, of how great things are when you right. remove God. Right. How's that working for us? You can't argue with the public school system. Right. Is there anything more successful in America? Right. Right. I mean, it's one thing if the state of the schools have improved drastically in this country. They haven't. What are we, I saw a list, we're number 35 in the world or 25 in the world when it comes to education worldwide. Yeah, it's embarrassing. It, it was a point in time where people used to run to the United States for a great education. Yeah. Now they go to the UK. How's that working out for us? And I'm, I'm not saying all of that is because we decided to turn our our back on God, but I think it definitely contributes to the problem. Sure. They're, they're, it's about how you feel now. It's not about what's right. And I believe that uh, the Bible in Christ gives you some sort of compass to right and wrong. I believe that is what's right. The Bible is what's right. And it lays out what's wrong. Um, even when you're talking about stuff that, you know, yeah, I mean, we've, we've had conversations with basically non-believers that say, you know, it's, I may not believe everything in the Bible, but it's ludicrous to say that if you don't read it and apply the principles that your life wouldn't be better. Yeah. You know, the crazy thing is this is, isn't even a debate on, uh, biblical principles it's a debate on if you can pray i mean we have yeah, schools well, if, right now making rooms for muslims to be right, able to if, pray i was just gonna say if <laughs> if the dude was praying to allah right there wouldn't be total any protection no total problem. protection yep. but the moment you know it's it's crazy because you would now christians have become the problem we are the problem uh and i think this country right, needs because prayer Christians more than are any time. Racist, right? Donald Trump supporters, as if we, Westboro Baptist right. attenders, attendees. Sorry, right? No, right? <laughs> Attendance. Oh, that was good. You caught yourself. Um, I just don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair. And I told that coach if, if there's anything I can do uh, to help out with. What's taking place? Maybe I'm I can there. get my my boy Dak to 
yeah. help champion the cause yeah. with us. And maybe Dak can start coming to games and praying with him at the 50-yard line. You know? Yeah. Because you come, have that much pull right, with right. Dak. Because we're boys. Yeah, know? He, already, right. he already takes my fashion advice. Right. So, I mean, that, that was the first step. Right. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk about the Cleveland Browns, uh, your team. Go Browns. They decided to kneel. 2-0. Yeah, right. They're winning, finally. They decided to kneel and pray instead of kneel like Colin Kaepernick. Is this the wrong thing? I want to get into that conversation when we come back. Keep it here. This is the Lawrence Jones Show. The Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Thank you so much for tuning in. Still waiting for uh, the governor of the state of Texas. Um, it looks like they're almost ready for him to uh, take the podium. I, I really want you guys to get this update on what's happening here. Um, I wish, I, you know, I got this uh, message from a media company asking me to stand by for coverage of the weather yesterday. I'm like, I can literally provide you with nothing. <laughs> like I, you can't I, uh you can't read the Doppler? Right, right. N- nothing. I I don't know anything about this. All I know is what I see you guys report. <laughs> There's no well, I could blame oh Trump is responsible for this, right? Uh, yeah, have Obama. This spinning cycle looking thing. It's right. red. Right. It looks uh, bad. It, it's it's coming towards It's red, so it has to coming be coming towards Texas. Right. Which part? Yeah. yeah. Looks like a spiral of fire. Right. It's fury. Somebody yeah. somebody pissed off God. Somebody he is coming. It's going to be vision. raining fire here soon. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't provide in Texas. Right, can't provide you with any context <laughs> on any of that. Um but yeah, we were talking about the praying uh, of the coach and all that. Which leads me to the Cleveland Browns because we know this Colin Kaepernick situation has been going on and I've been critical of Colin Kaepernick because I just don't like him, period. But I think people have the right to kneel if they want to, but teams have the right also to decide that you're bringing the ratings down because the fans don't like it and um, there's consequences for that. But I felt a little uneasy, I would say, about this situation with the Cleveland Browns because, so last Monday night yeah go for the it. Browns played the Giants and was there what was the number of number of players that uh knelt it was a good 14 12 yeah there's there's a good number yeah. of them that knelt during the national anthem but they were in a circle and they, they called circle. it a, a prayer circle mm-hmm. um I would like to point out as it's very relevant to the story the Cleveland Browns won uh against <laughs> the New York Giants um so so God gave so them that's strength, good huh? yes that's good um so, oh, and the other part of it was uh, Seth DeValve, who mm-hmm. is a white player, right. is the made first, national news because he's the first white player who has knelt. To, and I think he was a, he did kneel because they were doing a prayer circle. Now, many people have debated and said, hey, um, this was a political stunt or th- they're, they're just as bad as 
uh, Colin Kaepernick and this. And me and my colleagues have had spirited debates about this. But for me, I don't feel comfortable condemning people praying doing as much as I wouldn't have done it. I, I would I would put my well, hand on my I'll, heart. Personally, I'll take it a step further. I don't feel comfortable condemning somebody for just kneeling. Really? Now, give me that's a new uh, point of view. Tell I don't. Me why? I it does not bother me. It does not affect my life in any way, shape, or form. If they want to stand for something they believe in, or in this case, kneel for something they believe in, go for it. That's the opportunity that the United States of America brings. Mm-hmm. Until their team or the NFL mandates that they stand, they 100% have a right to kneel. Now, I understand why people think that it's offensive. And me personally, I, I feel a little bit offended by it as well. Mm-hmm. But they, what people don't understand is, the players do not hold the flag in the same place that your typical conservative military NFL fan guy where he holds the flag but in the is country. it just military because there's an entire group of military people that are supporting um sure. Colin Kaepernick as a matter of fact Colin Kaepernick was sure but you know the down. demographic I'm talking about yeah but he, even with the military like Colin Kaepernick was sitting down on the bench at first and then uh army ranger pulled him aside it was like he feels like it would be more respectful if he kneeled instead of sat down on the bench I'm t- yes, I'm talking yeah. about your typical conservative, NFL conservative right, right, right. fan right, right, right. who supports the military, not mm-hmm. not like having served himself. Mm-hmm. I'm talking mm-hmm. about, you know, the that the typical that middle America yeah. guy who is offended by this. Yeah. That guy views the flag in the country an entirely different way than Colin Kaepernick and other NFL players. Mm-hmm. It does not mean the same thing to them. They are not trying to be malicious and disrespectful by kneeling. Mm-hmm. So there is where I give them a little grace because they're not trying to be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And I think more people need to understand that. And also, I think just don't let your panties get in a bunch. It does not matter. It's entertainment. I don't care. Every player on the Browns can kneel for all I care. Just win me a football game. <laughs> it's football. It's sports. Right. Like, right. Right. No, but but most the, players aren't going to agree but with me you, politically anyway. Well, you do, you do, you would agree that you're in a minority, the in the minority on this issue because sure, a lot of the football. I'm in fans, the minority on a lot of issues. True, um, a lot of the fans are saying that is the reason why the viewership is going down because sure. they don't want to watch people and, kneel. Hey, if if you want to turn it off because you don't want to watch that, completely fine. Completely fine. I have friends that won't watch uh, the NFL anymore because of that. Good for you. I won't do that because see, it doesn't bother I mean, me, and I want to watch see, football. See, it doesn't affect me that way. I, I don't like Colin Kaepernick. I'm going to just be honest. No, I don't, I don't, I don't like, like him. him either. I don't care for him. I don't think I don't like is, his haircut. I don't even think this – well, he used to have a haircut before he <laughs> turned into – he wanted to be about the movement. But, uh, you know – He's it, not it, a good quarterback. He's now, not. people will say that there are quarterbacks on rosters that are worse than him, and that I would true. agree. That's true. But his talent 
does not, not worth the distraction. Right. The, the controversy, the viewership, they NFLs have NFL teams have a right. I will agree to not have him on blackballed. I will agree with that, but I do not care. Yeah, but for a good reason. They been, do not want that distraction on their football team. On the team. football team. And they don't want it to hurt their ratings. So the same way now, he does do a lot of good. He does put his money where his mouth is. He donates to a recently, lot of good cause, causes. Recently, he has. Not just past like couple months. Like it, it goes Ever back. since he started to kneel. Yeah, I mean, it, it goes back But before that, before his kneeling out, he was not. Yeah, You don't know that. Yes, I do. That's been my criticism from the everything. When he was calling black players, too, the N-word and saying that he's not black like OJ. Sure, but how All do you know where now, he was putting his money? That just wasn't his deal. That wasn't his deal, and then when right. people well, started to pressure him, all I'm saying is that there's him, players that give their money to all the time, but they causes. don't get credit. Exactly, there's no they don't get credit, credit given. Right, That's it exactly doesn't right. get publicized. You don't know about it. Right, but that wasn't his movement thing. Wasn't he wasn't about the movement back then when he was on? See, my 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 thing has been, and and this is where me and my friends started to start start to disagree uh, from all my brothers from back home. I say I would say if if this was a genuine cl- cause, when you were the NFL quarterback in the Super Bowl, why not then? When you were on the cover of magazines, why not then? This is new, and it seems to me that he started to do this when his career was. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. When you he know, started sucking. Yeah, sucking. Then all of a sudden, you wanted to right do that, but. Again, I could yeah, I could judge his motives all day. Right, long, right, right, right. But that's not. For but us my to do. question, I don't is, have a problem with him doing it. My question is, is with the Browns, and and this is where I have a hard time because I've been on TV calling for prayer and for the nation to turn to God. I don't think we can question the heart of those players on the Browns no. that decide that now they want to do a prayer circle and pray for the country doing no. the anthem. I don't feel comfortable doing. No, and you that. can't judge the heart of Kaepernick can't. either. Can't either. No. Can't. You know? And so I don't feel comfortable with it. There, there, there's someone on the line named Joe. He's a retired military, um, and, and he wants to speak out on this. Joe, welcome to the program. Hey, how you doing? First of all, compliments to yes, Miramar in San Diego. So, just, so after the gym, I just turned you on. Oh, but, cool, um, cool. On, on the radio, on, a, on, a, on the iPhone. But, you know, the thing is, those being black and conservative and, and being a military guy, you know what? I'm tired of got us conservatives talking about, you know, I want my Starbucks and my car, you know, my, my guns and my coffee. You know, so stop going there. What makes you think that you have to do this? Are you a zombie? You have to go do this? You know, it's just ridiculous. And if the dudes want to pray, you know what? You're not making a statement because you've got 24 hours a day. If you want to make a statement, you got YouTube, you got all this stuff if you wanted to really pray. But you want to make a statement. So don't put this, don't throw God on the bus. As soon as the people, people run from saying Merry Christmas and everybody has a holiday party now, even though there was like one holiday left, which was Christmas a couple of years ago. So the thing is, though, is that why do you feel like you have to be entertained by the NFL? There's dozens throughout the country. There's dozens of Little League games. So if you feel like you have to be entertained, go there. I don't go to a lot of movies because, you know, I don't want to support my money. Do you go to Ku Klux Klan meeting? I'm pretty sure they have some good right. things to say. Good I'm pretty point. sure they do. I'm good not point. knocking them all. Yeah. But the thing is, though, so why don't you go to a Ku so if you're offended by that, don't go. 
Right. You know what I'm I mean, not because I put my, you know, just, just because I serve it. It has nothing to do with that. But if I don't like something, if you don't, you know, you don't like a certain amount of people, if I don't like Chinese food, guess what? I ain't going to a Chinese exactly. restaurant. Exactly. What That's makes the, you exactly. think I have a bagel there? I like yeah. bagel. You know, if you don't like coffee, it's from start. You know, I go to McDonald's. I'm from New York originally. They, I like McDonald's coffee. Why do we feel like we have to entertain and pay for these movies? Why Are you a zombie? Please let me know. Because guess what? Hurt them in a the pocketbook. I don't buy that stuff anymore. Because I don't, it doesn't fit my. I don't even watch the NBA because I know where they're coming from. And being, and I say because I'm black, I'm an expert on black history and stuff like. I'm not, but I know where they're coming from, and I just don't support it. I just don't. You know, if, why do I have to support it? I don't even listen to a lot of hip hop anymore because I don't need the N word dropped on me every five seconds. Because you know what, I used to say, it, but I know I grew out of that yeah. because, of so, it, because I'm educated enough. Why do you have to feel like you have to be entertained by these people? The hell with them. Don't so, buy their jerseys. So many. So many of the world's problems would be solved if everybody had that mindset. Right, right. It, it just blows my mind that we feel like we have to be entertained by these people. You know, on nine eleven, I remember a few years ago it was on a Sunday, and you know, I didn't. You know, made that, not saying because I'm a super. It has nothing to do with that. I went to the USS Midway out here in San Diego to do a, a memorial service. You know, I didn't feel like the Chargers were on here. Look, when they used to be here in San Diego, <laughs> but. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Disclaimer. Right. <laughs> I went to the, you know, because that was my conscientious, because I didn't feel like, you know, as it, you know, you know, take a pause from what is important. And an NFL game is not important. You feel like it because you, you culture, you can't break it. You know, just because, you know, we got caught in this tribe mentality, we have to, you said something about a black dude, now we're all going to buck. No, the dude was wrong, he's wrong. Why yeah. do you feel, and the NWACP, to me, is nothing, it is lost. When I saw that thing with, with uh, um, um, Tucker Carlson, then I was like, are you serious? Yeah. You, you crying about a millionaire? A millionaire? You got people that, you know, look, man, it's it's ridiculous. You talking about one issue, just like with, with black, when you talk about world police, world college, you know, you talking about one out of like 80,000 watches that go out in a day? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And how many blacks kill each other in Chicago? You don't care, not saying you, but see, you really don't care because, oh, man, that's, that's hard. But it's just easy for a thousand people to go gang up on one white, and they always on the news put white police officer. Why the police? Because you hate the blue uniform. I don't care if it's black or whatever. You see what the Black Lives Matter treat black uh, police officers like. Well, we know, know Joe, that it's this agenda to get ratings and and to keep us divided, brother. I appreciate your call, man. I'm up against a hard break, but thank you so much for your call. Uh, we'll be back in a second. You're listening to the Lawrence Jones Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred three three nine three. As one of our producers said, uh, it looks like the governor is going to wait until Harvey uh, leaves the state before he actually comes out and makes this announcement. Anyway, we'll be waiting for him to do so. Um, a little follow up on what we were discussing earlier, talking about uh, this whole Cleveland Brown thing and the the kneeling. You know, I read. I'll say this again. I don't feel comfortable talking about people's fair life. Just don't. Don't feel comfortable about it. Um, 
I don't even know if you can say it's disrespectful. Uh, I, I don't believe it is. Especially doing a man-made event versus um, a godly thing. You know, it's, I just, it's, it's tough. It puts people in a tough position. Yeah, I mean, really, it, it boils down to what is in their heart and what their motivations and are. And you can't judge that. And you can't. Um, now, also, there are some people who have malicious intent Most behind definitely. it and that is disrespectful yeah but a lot of them um but there there's there's no malice yeah you know uh one of uh my producers on the tv and if side, they if they feel like that is their best stage and best opportunity to do that then good for them yeah good for them what <laughs> if you don't want to see it don't watch one of my producers uh, on the TV side said um, it would be interesting to know because, you know, they have the prayer at the end of the game and how many of those people that prayed right during that right. time also pray at right. the end of the game. And then you can really judge. So when, when the about. NFL did, originally had the players stay back in the locker room during the national anthem, you think they were all standing up with their hands on their heart looking at the flag? Right. Doubtful. Right. Right, right. This pisses you off, doesn't it? This whole debate. Because they make it such a big deal. Yeah. And they wonder why there's so much division. Give yeah. me a break. Yeah. I, I, I think part of this is the media's fault. The fact that they part? just have to show every single thing to get some type of controversy. It's ridiculous. Up. It's ridiculous. It, it's like the media, they don't want you. It is completely no. obvious. They don't want unity. They want people to be fighting one another until the na- the next national tragedy where they have to cover people unified. The Lawrence Jones Show. The Blaze Radio Network. Jones Show is on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to Hour 3. Thank you so much for tuning in. Triple eight nine hundred three three nine three. Catastrophic, life-threatening flooding in the state of Texas from Houston all the way to Galveston. Right now, uh, the Texas uh, Governor Greg Abbott, the former Attorney General of the state, has just now uh, stepped up to the podium to give us an update on the tropical storm Harvey. Let's listen in. Well, thank you all for being uh, with us here today. A lot has happened in the past 24 hours since the last briefing. I'd like to bring you up to speed on what I know and then take a few questions. Uh, Let me first start with some generalities and then get down to some more granular details. Uh, First, uh, now that the hurricane has come on shore, uh, our primary concern uh, remains dramatic flooding. Uh, According to information that I was provided, uh, there's been about 20 inches of rain in the Corpus Christi area, about 16 inches of rain in the Houston area, and our biggest concern is the possibility of between 20 and 30 more inches of rain uh, in areas ranging from uh, Corpus Christi Christi over to Houston. Uh, Because of the, the flooding, 
uh, one of the uh, top focal points that we are concerned about uh, is ongoing uh, rescue and recovery. Uh, we want to do everything we possibly can uh, to keep people out of rising water. Uh, part of that is by uh, constant warnings to the public uh, about being vigilant, about observing rising water around you uh, as you're traveling. If you are traveling out on the road, uh, always watch uh, for water on the road, remembering uh, that when you come across water, it could be far deeper uh, than what your eye observes, or uh, the swiftness of the current can be far stronger than what you perceive. Uh, you all know uh, the well-known uh, phrase, and that is, turn around, don't drown. Don't risk your life. Uh, still, the most important thing uh, that all Texans can do who are affected by the storm uh, is to put your life and the protection of your life first and foremost. Uh, in addition to that, uh, the, the state and uh, various agencies uh, remain very active uh, in the uh, search and rescue process, and that will be one of the foremost tasks uh, that we undertake in the coming days. Uh, we have uh, focused on working with and supporting evacuees, uh, especially from around the Corpus Christi area, uh, now expanding to some larger areas. I had the opportunity yesterday afternoon uh, to go to San Antonio to visit with evacuees uh, as they were getting off of buses uh, that had come in from the Corpus Christi area. Uh, you could sense uh, a sense of uh, relief on their part that they were out of uh, the way of uh, what was an increasingly threatening storm. They were happy uh, to be alive, uh, and they were at peace in that regard, uh, but obviously also concerned about what they had left behind, uh, about the possibility that they uh, had lost or would be losing uh, the place they lived as well as some of their property. Uh, but most importantly, they were uh, just happy to be alive. Um, I have issued a disaster declaration that originally included 30 counties, uh, and this is a state disaster declaration, and we have now added 20 more counties uh, for a total of six counties. Uh, as you probably know, uh, I requested uh, a federal uh, disaster declaration that the president granted last night. This is incredibly important and extremely fast. Uh, what the presidential proclamation uh, about our, our disaster declaration does is it uh, immediately triggers uh, the, uh, the, the implementation of FEMA uh, and FEMA's assistance uh, for uh, individuals as well as cities and counties uh, for all of us uh, to begin uh, the, the rebuilding process as quickly as possible. Something else that I did uh, yesterday is I issued a proclamation uh, waiving uh, hotel occupancy taxes for all evacuees and first responders. Uh, it, so in, any place in the state of Texas uh, where there is an evacuee or a first responder uh, who is uh, affected by this storm, uh, they will be able to have the hotel taxes waived. Um, I just got word from the Fort Bend County judge who has issued a voluntary evacuation for uh, the Brazos River area in Fort Bend County and a mandatory evacuation along the San Bernard. Uh, this is uh, one of the foremost regions in the state of Texas. 
that already has flooding, and we anticipate the flooding to grow worse in that area. Uh, this morning, I, I had the opportunity to make phone calls to several of the mayors who were affected by the hurricane last night. Uh, I spoke with the mayor of Victoria and spoke with the mayor of Port Lavaca. Uh, I made phone calls to the mayors of Corpus Christi as well as Rockport. And uh, with the latter two, I did not have the ability to connect with them but left messages for them. Uh, for the mayors of Victoria and Port Lavaca, uh, they seem to be in strong spirits. They obviously uh, preside over cities that uh, have suffered some very meaningful damage. Uh, but they are working very aggressively uh, to try to help their citizens uh, respond to their challenges. And I offer them, uh, as well as the mayors of Corpus, Corpus Christi and Rockport, uh, any and all help uh, that the state of Texas can provide. Now for some more uh, granular detail uh, as a result of the briefing that I just had. Uh, looking at the uh, Texas Military Division, uh, there are uh, more than 1,300 service members who are currently activated, and we anticipate increasing that amount by 500 more, uh, getting us above 1,800 service members who will be activated uh, to assist in, in responding to the hurricane and its aftermath. Uh, as far as the Texas Department of Transportation, they are, are already uh, undertaking cleanup operations uh, around the Corpus Christi and Yoakum areas, uh, working to clear pathways along the roadways there, uh, which is impressive that they were able to get in uh, that quickly and begin that process. Uh, with the PUC, uh, they say that there are more than 338,000 outages, and uh, it will still be several days, perhaps, uh, before those outages will be able to be addressed. The reason for that is, is because uh, the wind speed in the area uh, of where they're going to be able to take care of those outages has to decrease below a certain level before they are able to respond. As far as emergency services are concerned, uh, which includes uh, the Texas military, uh, includes Texas Parks and Wildlife, it includes Texas Task Force 1 and Texas Task Force 2, uh, one of their primary focal points is uh, search and rescue. Uh, they've already made several uh, search and rescue operations, uh, primarily hoisting uh, through the helicopter process. And we have about a 1,000 personnel in the state of Texas who were assigned to search and rescue. The Texas Parks, Parks and Wildlife has about 1,500 evacuees at state parks, and again, uh, any cost uh, that would normally be occurred, incurred at a state park has been waived for evacuees. For the Texas Department of Public Safety, uh, they uh, have assigned about 80 uh, troopers to the Corpus Christi area uh, to assist uh, in law enforcement needs uh, in that region. For the Red Cross, uh, they have uh, 21 shelters open already with a population of about 1,450, and they have 42 more shelters on standby to be ready. Importantly, th those are Red Cross shelters. There are so many other uh, shelters across the state of Texas, whether they be 
local churches or uh, other local facilities. Uh, and we are very, very appreciative of uh, everyone in the state of Texas who, who is providing shelter, food, and other supplies. Along those lines, I, I do want to express my gratitude uh, at the shelter that I was at yesterday. Uh, there was a need uh, for towels and, and for blanketing and, and bedding uh, for the people who were there. Uh, we made a public plea, and that plea was answered very swiftly. Uh, so thank you to the people of San Antonio for responding to the needs of the people from Corpus Christi uh, who have shelter in San Antonio. Uh, on transportation, uh, we have 228 buses that are available uh, to continue to move evacuees, and more than 100 bus trips for evacuees uh, have already been uh, undertaken. Uh, we have, uh, uh, across multiple agencies, uh, we are in the process of uh, getting water, ice, food, and supplies uh, to needed areas. Uh, we're in the process of working to set up staging areas where uh, those supplies will soon be able to be delivered uh, to those who need them. With that, why don't I take a few questions? Okay, yes. Governor, uh, what guidance have you been given about how bad the flooding and flash flooding could be? Are we expecting homes to be swept away off riverbanks? Uh, like we saw in the years previous recent flooding events, and uh, uh, that pertains to your search and rescue crews ready to mobilize. Um, what would you say to those people who are in their homes and uh, being advised to evacuate? Sure. The, the, the best information we have uh, are predictions about uh, the rainfall that will come on top of the rainfall that's already occurred. Uh, and that is that uh, in, in various key regions, ranging from Corpus Christi uh, to the Houston area, uh, perhaps as much as between uh, 20 and 30 more inches of rain could be coming down. Uh, that is coming down on already saturated ground and already filled up waterways, whether they be creeks, bayous, or rivers. And, and so there is the potential uh, for very dramatic flooding. It's essential for... Uh, people who are near those flood zones to do several things. One is to obviously be uh, aware of your surroundings. Uh, two is to listen uh, to uh, warnings given out by local officials and heed those warnings. Uh, and, and three, uh, whenever you, you do venture out uh, by car or any other way, uh, be very cautious, uh, knowing that uh, not only is it rising water, but oftentimes it will be swift moving water uh, that can carry you away. Uh, for everybody in the state of Texas, uh, your top responsibility is to protect your life. So whenever you're near water, be sure that you're doing everything to stay safe. Sir, any, any confirmed fatalities in the storm? We got reports of eight dead in the rock. We don't have any information right now uh, that we can confirm any fatalities. Uh, that's information that we will be working with local officials uh, seeking confirmation that we can report later. Well, whenever whenever we receive confirmation of fatalities uh, and confirmation that it was a result uh, of of the storm as opposed to some other cause, uh, we will confirm it. But uh, we cannot confirm it at this time. Have you received any unconfirmed reports that you're looking into? No. Do you know about how many rescues have been? Uh, so what's happening right now is our first responders are absolutely putting their lives on the line to get out there and do search and rescue for any of those that are still in need. And I think what you're going to see over these next few hours and probably into days 
is that as the wind conditions and the weather conditions allow, they are going to get out there and do as many rescues as they possibly can. The message to those that may need help or rescue is make sure that you put that signal out there that you are still there and you still need help. If you still that have is, electricity, uh, the Texas uh, all, governor talking about the tropical storm Harvey uh, in the status. Um, there's no confirmed number of fatalities yet. Uh, we'll give you more details as they come in, but we'll return back to the program after a break. Keep it here. This is the Lawrence Jones Show. The Blaze Radio Network. The Lawrence Jones Show. The Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to the program, 888-900-3393, 888-900-3393. Now, I finally caved on, I enjoy movies, I enjoy shows, but I just couldn't get with this whole Game of Thrones magic that everyone keeps talking about. I still have never seen a single second. Don't start, dude, because then you'll, you'll be hooked. Well, I, I, That's I would my like problem. to be hooked. I mean... There's nothing wrong with that. Dude, I'm hooked. I, I'm i grateful for it. I'm really grateful for it because I literally forced myself to turn off the news now and at least watch three episodes. And, you know, I hate, I hate to be that guy, but I don't know if I could get past all the nudity. It's tough. It's not just the nudity. It's, it's the sickness of the Lannisters what you'll know once you watch the show. Yeah. But they are savages. I mean, you got brothers and sisters sleeping. In each and other. I know, I know my wife definitely won't want to watch. Yeah. It, it's, so it's, tough. it's trying to find like, if I do watch it, it'd the probably time. be on my own time. Yeah. And as you know, we don't have, have any. Time. Right. <laughs> like I carve out time. This is my getaway time. This is the flush. My head, um, away from all the politics and, you know, all that good stuff. And, you know, have this time where I can just relax, relax, Lawrence, relax. And so I'm into Game of Thrones. I'm uh, finishing up season two. And how many are there? There's seven seasons right now. But there's only 10 episodes a season. Yeah, but that's 70 episodes, which is 70 hours. Yeah, but that's not that bad. Like, other shows like I got into Breaking Bad way late as well so I had to watch I forget I think I had to watch five full seasons before I was like caught up and I mean there's how many uh episodes in each season uh, I can't say definitively but it's more than 10 it's more than 10 really yeah yeah that's on my list too to get caught up with that um but I, I'm grateful for this. Well, the the shows that run on network television usually have longer seasons. Right, right. The the orders were bigger from the network. Right. But the shows that are like on HBO, HBO or Stars, Netflix, yeah. they're they're usually bigger budgeted. Yeah. Put a little more into one episode. Oh yeah, they do. And then yeah, and Game of Thrones is definitely no exception to that. Yeah, yeah, and it's clear. I mean, now the other one that you got to watch is Ozark. Okay, I just that's got on my list. Season too. one is phenomenal. It's only one season. Yeah, so right? far. Yeah. Um, and it, 
These are good getaway. I would compare it to Breaking Bad in a sense, but that would mean nothing to you because you've never seen People Breaking Bad. People keep telling me that. You need to watch Breaking Bad. Before it's, I watch Ozark? No, no, no. No, but it, it's just unreal to me that you haven't seen Breaking Bad. I know. I know. I know. Uh, and I keep saying, hey, I'm going to get it. You will in. love every second of it. Really? Every second of it. It's so good. I just feel like... I and you know, here's the thing. Yeah. If, if time is your issue, yeah. and I hesitate to say this because I really disagree with viewing it this way yeah. for the first time, but there is somebody who like took out all the highlights and made a movie into it online. So you can watch the whole thing oh, in like two hours. no. Absolutely not. You miss out detail. It's It's pretty well done, actually. It's pretty good. I mean, they even added like their own graphics that are pretty good. Did I mean, you it's, watch it's that nice. before you watched the? Whole, no, no. See, that, then you can't judge about that because you also have the extra content. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm giving you an easy way to, to see it. I never take the easy way out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I forgot. I never Sorry, take. Excuse me. <laughs> I dare you tell me to take excuse the me. easy way out. Yeah, but I'm really hooked on this ep- this uh, this series and all of. You know, with dragons and all that type of stuff. I, I thought it was. I thought the show was meant for for uh, weird people, but apparently, I'm one of those weird guys now because I'm I'm so hooked. It's not even crazy. And this all started when I was sitting next to the guy that smelled like Fritos and tuna <laughs> on the flight, and this got me through it because I guess I was envisioning him. When they every time they will slice somebody up, I'm like, okay, that's that guy. So thank you guys for doing it and not me. So yeah, Frito <laughs> guy, you made me a lover of uh, Game of Thrones. So you did some good. You did some good in in, in your life. Um, we want to talk about this movie pass finally when we come back. Keep it here. The Lawrence Jones Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Back to the program, 888-900-3393. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show today. I got to tell y'all about this new uh, app slash red card. It's called Movie Pass. And who turns you on to it? I knew you were going to do that. I knew you, Alexander. Who's did. out here changing lives? You did. You did. You changed <laughs> my life. You really did. Um, by the way, can we talk about how it was discovered? You told me about it. I was in New York and I downloaded it instantly. Wait, it instantly. yeah, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I, we gotta, we gotta like explain what it is. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Movie Pass is a it's a new subscription service. Well, it's not new. It's been it's been around it's been for yeah, a while to my now. Dad. Yeah. However, they it's a it's a thing you subscribe to, and however much you you pay, they they had different tiers. So for like I think it was like forty nine ninety five originally for the unlimited plan. So yeah. you pay that a month. And then you're able to go see a different movie at a theater every day. If you well, want to. 
Unlimited. I have been monitoring this thing for a while, but I just can't afford. Oh, really? I, I just can't that. afford fifty dollars a month. Like yeah. I don't go to the movies enough to make yeah. that you know uh, an added value to me. Yeah. So, uh, randomly, I'm online one day a couple weeks back, and they slashed all their prices. To Every, ten bucks. All the tiers are gone. It's just yeah. one unlimited plan. Nine ninety five a month, and you can go to a movie at the theater every, every single day. day. Now I'm a movie watcher. It's like my getaway, but I try so, to do once a week. I thought it was a scam. It's not though. I thought it wasn't legit. I thought it was like oh a limited time offer, and it was going to go away. So yeah. I signed up for uh, myself and my wife real quick. Yeah, and then you know do more information, and that's 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 it. It's here to stay. Like yeah. So that's the everyday price. Ten bucks, you heard correctly. Ten bucks, and you can go to the theaters like Studio Movie Grill or AMC. Well, we'll get to AMC later. Cinemark. Yep. And you can watch a movie essentially every day. The only catch is you can't watch the same movie over again. Right. So I immediately, my dad is a movie. But watcher. look, it's it's nine ninety five. Most nine movie n- tickets cost more than that for one. Yeah, for one. So if you go to one, you've you already, already spent. Exactly. Yeah. You already are even. Yeah. You go to two, you're come out ahead. So people like my dad who goes like three times a week because he thinks he's some type of movie critic. I, Alexander tells me, and I'm trying to be a good I texted son. you like all stoked about it. Yeah. I'm like, have you heard about this? Yeah, and I hadn't heard about it. So I send it to my dad because he, he is a movie watcher. And he goes, yeah, in his little sarcastic way. <laughs> yeah, I already knew about it. I'm like... How did you know right, about I, it? How do you know? How do you think I've been going to the movies I all the time? I told you he was pissed. You found out. I dude. know, I know. <laughs> but this is how I got him. He he's one of the original people. He's had it for months with the forty nine bucks, and I was like, well, you know, it's like nine ninety nine now. And so I didn't get a response back. So yeah, I take it that uh, he uh, that wasn't uh, right. something he liked. Right. So um, I've already used it. Uh, today will be my second time using it. I've used it um, once as well. We're still them. waiting to get the actual card in yeah, the mail. Yeah, we haven't got our card in. And until work. you get the card in the mail, you can't really go to all the other theaters. So yeah. Studio Movie Girl is the only theater uh, in the Dallas area. Which that is the we one I go to anyway. Go to. That's the one right. I go and to as, anyway. As we've discussed before, Lawrence is very particular on his movie theaters. Yes, yes. Um, but before we get into that, we got to talk about AMC and how they're trying to fight back. Yeah, so for whatever reason that I can't really understand is AMC is pissed about this program. So are they not getting the money? No, that's that's what I can't understand. The only thing is they've been putting a lot of money behind their loyalty and reward program. Uh, and if you're a movie pass member, you're not a member of their reward program, which is upsetting to them because that's where they put all the resources behind. Uh, but okay. They're not giving away discounted tickets to MoviePass. MoviePass is using a MasterCard to buy the tickets at full price. Whenever, Are you serious? Yeah, whenever you... So it's not a discount or anything? No, it's full price. That's why when you go to Studio Movie Grill and show them that you're a MoviePass member and they print out your ticket, if you look at it, it says cost ten twenty three, But it didn't cost you anything, but wow. MoviePass paid that for you. So their business model is basically they're going to be losing money up front because people are going to be going to a bunch of movies and they're going to be paying that. But they know that it's going to get so many more people into the seats at these theaters that the theaters are going to be like, wait, I need to be a part of this program. Sign me up. 
and we're going to help make you whole with ad dollars or maybe in the future they'll be like splitting concession prices with movie yeah. pass because you spend more money their, on food their idea is we're going to be so beneficial to every theater because as we know the movie theater is is a dying, a dying business yeah. people just aren't going especially during the week right so if they can get more people to go then there'd be nothing stopping all these theaters from wanting to get on board with this but for some reason amc wants no part of it but you know amc 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 they have always been little but jerks but the the problem okay. is they've been you know involved with them yeah. from the beginning and they were completely proud to be involved when they had their original pricing yeah and now for some reason they just can't handle the 995 well you know what sorry they're saying that it's not a sustainable business model for MoviePass, and they're your, just setting up. Your, they're setting up the 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 member of the program to be upset when the whole thing folds, and no. then they won't. They're too used to paying nine ninety five once a month to go to movies that they won't pay nine ninety five for one ticket no. after the program folds. Nah, is no. what their argument I, is. Some people are in it to get the discount while they can. And, you right. know, I, I think it's, but here, it, it works out for everybody. Yeah, That's but it's I don't not their understand. business if the movie pass. It's getting them they more, get money. It's getting them more butts and seats. And they're they're still getting the full price for the ticket. And which people is are spending I understand. not just a ticket, but they're if incentivized you're like me, to buy more buy food. more food. Exactly. But, you know, AMC, they don't have a lot of the see. They don't see the benefit yet. Because they don't have a lot of the AMC's where they serve food yet. Yeah, there's only still, certain ones. Still, but the concessions they have concessions exactly, stands. which is already. Aren't you going to be more willing to buy maybe a popcorn, candy and yeah. popcorn yeah, because yeah. you got into the and movie the for free? In yes. the drink, in the drink, right? You know, I, I don't understand why they're being so butthurt about this. Me Studio either. Movie Grill loves it. Studio Movie Grill, they don't give you no problems. They even have the machine set up for you, and you literally just type that code in, and you keep it pushing. And let me tell you, I spent more money on the food this time. Yeah, it, uh, me and Emily typically aren't like buy candy, food, whatever, yeah. at movie theater people because it's just too expensive. Yeah. But last night when we sat down, you know, we had a menu, yeah. got a couple appetizers yeah. and a couple drinks because yeah. we got in for free. That's right. I got that appetizer that dipped, dipped away. Right. Got the, uh, what did I get? Uh, uh, the quesadilla with extra fries on it. Got my sauces, of course. And I got my <laughs> drink and, you know, a little adult drink to go with it. So let me tell you, I like the model. I wish. Oh, it's awesome. It's so, it's so innovative and it's so bold. Right. It's really bold. But they're betting on themselves. This is the guy. They're willing to lose money up front. um, This guy. in Netflix, right? He's a founder. The founder, right. And the founder of Redbox. Yeah. I wouldn't bet against the guy. So he's gone on record and saying, hey, you know, the pushback we've gotten from AMC and some other theaters is almost identical to the pushback that they got from Blockbuster. (laughs) When they started Netflix. Yeah. And where's Blockbuster now? Nowhere. 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 So this guy is going to revolutionize. I mean, he's already revolutionized the movie industry twice now with Redbox and Netflix. I I think... And this might be better than that. But the thing is, what is AMC afraid of? Like, seriously. I I don't understand. Like, Blockbuster, I can understand why they... Because people aren't signing up for their reward scam. The rewards program sucked anyway. Okay. 
I know it. They know it. Yeah, but you can't the get your free popcorn it. on Tuesday or whatever. The popcorn was never free. Okay, let's just be <laughs> honest. It was never free. It was. It wasn't good. It, no, because when you pay bad. when you pay eight dollars for for a medium popcorn, you're essentially paying for enough popcorn for a month. Yeah, you are. Popcorn doesn't cost so, anything. What happened is. But but still, even with the rewards, people are going to buy the popcorn. You're, you're morons. People are just going to buy it. You don't have to trick them anymore. They're just going to buy it. They don't even need the rewards program right. to get it done. Right. No, what it, it is, is AMC is being old, get off my yeah, lawn guy. The, the old people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not used to a new kid on the block coming in and blowing up the traditional way of doing things. Look, this is incentivizing people family time you know kids that grew up in communities like me no longer have to go to the dollar movie the parents have to buy one ticket a month and they can go every day if they want to yep and well they have to buy one you each person has to have a subscription yeah so i pay for my wife and myself so it's twenty dollars it's twenty dollars a month yeah Hey, were, did you have to sign up for different accounts for yep. you and your wife? Yeah, they don't have joint accounts yet. Yeah, yeah. Although they said that they're uh, trending towards that, but yeah, not there yet. They that's, have had a good. lot of a lot of problems. They've they don't have a ton of people on staff. I read somewhere they only have four people on staff. Whoa, yeah. that explains and everything. They were not expecting the. But let me tell you, if you have any problems, I, and I get messages quick back because I type, I'll zap them something, <laughs> and then they'll zap something back to me, <laughs> and so. I, I, I told them, you know, what if I go in there and this doesn't work? They say, take a picture of your ticket because they're pay, paying full price anyway. Yeah. Take a picture of the ticket and then they'll send you a check in the mail with the with, with what you pay for the ticket. So if you have any issues. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's awesome. It's a, you it's, can't you can't see 3D movies. You can't see uh, IMAX movies. It's just standard 2D movies. I thought but, it was some that you could well, see. Well, I did see in the app that like at the Cinemark down the street from my apartment that they had a couple IMAX showings that they were accepting. So I, it might be like a theater-to-theater basis, although I've yet to see a 3D movie uh, on there. accepted. I really don't watch stuff in 3D anyway. It's but, just not that cool. People keep complaining about... The, the restrictions. I'm like, it's $9.95, I know, folks. I know. It's the it's, it's subscription of Netflix. Right. I don't understand. Like, there's so many people that are butthurt about this. I don't, they, I don't get just, it. There's always going to be some losers that complain about anything. Anything. You like, know, I, I talk about it with some people who are like, yeah, well, they don't accept the theater I normally go to. I'm like, well, I'd be changing my, I'd be changing my theater. Okay. You said <laughs> they don't go to the theater. What do you mean by that? No, the the <laughs> movie <laughs> the movie pass does not accept the theater that they typically go. What to. is it? Some bougie theater? <laughs> don't they? I don't know, but it, it's only they only accept ninety one percent of theaters. So what I'm saying is, if I'm if I'm saving Who that cares? much, if I'm saving that much money, I'm changing my typical theater. I got to go go to a break because I'm about to blow a gasket because there are some people that you just <laughs> cannot please. Go to MoviePass. Um, MoviePass.com. MoviePass.com. Uh, I wish I could give you some type of promo code I know. since we just <laughs> give, save gave us them more all money. Yeah, this, yeah. this publicity. <laughs> anyway, uh, we got more when we come back. Keep it here. You are listening to The Lawrence Jones Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
This is the Lawrence Jones Show on the Blaze Radio Network. I tell you, there's a a lot of debate going on about these Confederate monuments. And, uh, you know, there are some reasonable people and then there are some people that pretend to be reasonable. Then you realize that they are really racist. Uh, that's not to say everybody with the Confederate monument. There are some people that want to preserve history and aren't racist and all that good stuff. But you got to listen to this guy, Russell. Uh, he's a supporter of the Confederate monument. And just listen to the guy. Listen to him. He's a smart guy. Um, again, I don't believe it's a symbol of racism. I don't believe it's a symbol of slavery. That's my personal view. But how they feel is their business. But it, it, would, be, it would be ludicrous for me to tell you how they feel. Hey, I get on the street, I see Martin, Martin Luther King. Um, I shouldn't say that. Martin Luther King. I mean, should I rip, this, should I rip the, the signs down or, or insist that they, they, they take Martin, Martin Luther King Street down and arrest that stuff? That's a public thing. I don't necessarily agree with it, but that's just the way it is. Hey, you had people in Baltimore what, a couple nights ago rip down, rip down a, uh, um, a statue of Christopher Columbus. When is it going to end? We're going to go after Washington, Lincoln, Jefferson, everything else. Martin Luther King. I could Did not believe that? my ears when I heard that. And last he night. said, "He said, oh, 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 but, I, but, but, but I, but I didn't mean to say that. Didn't, how didn't many, mean. how many times has he joked around with his buddies right. about that? And it slipped out. <laughs> yeah. My mom has this saying: What's out is what's oh. in is going to come out. Oh yeah. And you can only fake for so long. <laughs> and he's telling this conversation. He calls Martin Luther King a coon all the time. I bet you. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, I shouldn't have said that. No, you think, you think, but you call him that all the time and so every you word he could have messed up right, right but look 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 i'm not racist i don't believe in that stuff i have no clue you know uh, that's fine they can believe what they want but i you know just uh i don't have anything to do with uh martin luther king you know <laughs> i mean this is the insanity that we're dealing with and it's just like the guy when i was in uh north carolina after the dylan roof situation and I have this guy who, you know, who says he's not racist or anything, that he's just, you know, for the Confederate flag, the battle flag. And then next thing I know, the KKK arrived and he's on the stage. I, got, I even had the guy hug a black guy and they're like, hey, we're going to come together. Unity. The KKK arrived. The, he gets on stage with the KKK and starts making monkey sounds. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> and then he said, white power. I'm like, how do you believe these people when you have a few individuals in their group marching with the freaking KKK? You ever seen Scooby-Doo and Scrappy? Yeah. The way you just said white power, just I gave shades of puppy power. <laughs> like that was spot puppy on. Power. Yes. yes. You talking about the little one where yes. the little one does that? Yes. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, thanks for tuning in to the show today. Until next time, holla. You're listening to the Lawrence Jones Show on the Blaze Radio Network.